Catch the Three Tailgaters Show with Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels on Saturday mornings from 10 to noon on 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicades, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, University of New Orleans play-by-play voice Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and Cumulus Radio New Orleans. Yes, Last couple of days on the local sports teams, right? Thanks to uh, the two biggins, the Pels and the Saints. The Pels taking center stage today as they've uh, bolstered their ability to shoot the basketball and score it with a significant trade, bringing C.J. McCollum to town. Not official yet, in part because between now and the trade deadline on Thursday, Head of basketball operations, David Griffin, still maybe going to work out more to this deal with Portland. Perhaps add a third team to it. But here's what we know so far. If the trade stays as is, McCollum, an excellent shooter and scorer, coming to town along with Larry Nance Jr., who's banged up at the moment, we think. He hasn't been playing for a while because of injury, but maybe he's been held out lately because of trade possibilities for a rebuilding Trailblazers team. But he can get it done in the front court as far as banging around. He's not what you would call a stretch forward, but he is somebody that can bolster your depth and even play the five if you need him to. He might be the guy who's moving on elsewhere too. If not, also Tony Snell has been around a minute, 6'6" not having a great shooting year by his standards, but somebody can get up there to 40% from three at 6'6". Not that he would be expected to play all that much, but he is a veteran who's been around who has proven that he can help you stretch the floor offensively. So shooting the order of the deal because of McCollum, as far as who goes elsewhere, Josh Hart played well this year. Good uh, what you would call glue guy. But the one thing he does as a guard, not so well, is shoot the outside shot. And the Pelicans had to have that. The reason why he re-signed in the end, maybe slightly overpaid this past offseason, is because his deal was going to be very tradable and not something that was going to saddle a team beyond this year the way it was constructed. No hard feelings from Hart from what we saw on social media from him. He got paid. He knew this was coming. He started enjoying basketball again under Willie Green as his coach, and now he gets to go someplace else where he's going to play a while and only 
have the opportunity to further enhance his value to try to get more money in his next deal. Tomas Satrotsky, I mean, what can we say? Addition by subtraction. The guy just doesn't bring enough to the table. He's just there as a backup. If he could have at least brought some spot shooting, that would have helped. Because he's not that creative as a combo guard who can be used as a point. His length doesn't really help him to be anything special defensively. You know the drill. And then a couple of draft picks of recent vintage who haven't worked out. Nikhil Alexander is the guy. You talk about somebody that, boy, you saw him in that first summer league, and we know that's fool's gold. But you thought the one thing he'd be able to do is provide some scoring, at least as a bench piece. It simply hasn't happened here for the former first-rounder, and maybe he just needs to go someplace else where he's going to play every night, which could very well happen in Portland as they tear that team down. And maybe they're looking for a quick rebuild because they're not trading Damian Lillard at this point, or at least Lillard isn't forcing himself out of the building yet. But Nikhil Alexander-Walker just isn't that guy. Not an efficient offensive player. Didi Lozada, second-round pick. The Brazilian has some promise, but, you know, again, filler. People wondered what kind of draft picks would it take for the Pelicans to add somebody who was truly an upgrade in their starting lineup, like McCollum. All-star caliber player when he's healthy. Well, just one first-round pick in the end, and it's protected. It's a complicated situation because we also know that adding Devontae Graham led to some first-round connections coming up with this one this summer. Here's how it works. The Pelicans wind up being in the lottery and drawing a top-four pick. They keep their first-round pick this year. So, in other words, if it's its most valuable, they keep it. If they're in the lottery but not lucky with the ping-pong balls, that's picks 5 through 14. Portland will get the pick. If not, they'll be compensated with a future. We don't know what the future is yet. First rounder. And if the Pelicans make the playoffs, that means they'll be picking somewhere between 15 and 30. <laughs> 30. <laughs> that pick will go to the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets will get future second-round picks if they don't get this 2022 first-rounder. So that's how it works. That's not much. For a guy like McCollum, who's averaged 19 points per game in his career and is a flat-out shooter, when it comes to somebody who can shoot, catch and shoot, off the dribble, you name it, other than basically Steph Curry, there's nobody better than this guy at the guard spot. This year, he's averaging 20 and a half points, still shooting at a high rate, 38% from three, a career near 40% shooter from deep, and that's where a majority of his shots come from. So he must be respected as a dead-eye scorer. The problems, well, he's had some issues, including a collapsed lung at one point in the last three years. He is now in his age 30 season. But one issue isn't his contract, despite the big salary 
connected to it. Why for a guy who's going to get 33.3 million next year, 35.8 after that in the final year of his current deal? Well, we know that big expiring contracts are very valuable. So really, the only concern is does he not help you the rest of this year when you're trying to make the playoff push after battling your way from 1-12 and into a play-in spot at this point? And then next year. And at any point during this year-ish a half period, the Zion Williamson is healthy and productive, then you've got a squad as long as particularly the big three that you've put together can play together. Brandon Ingram is evolving under Willie Green into a complete player and now with confidence to create and step up in the clutch. We know what Zion can do if he can actually get in shape be healthy, stay healthy, still waiting on him in that foot. And no, he wasn't in Portland to help negotiate this deal, even though that's where he's been rehabbing lately. And of course, McCollum. That's a lot of scorn. That's a lot of offensive talent that folks have to deal with. And then you talk about the big man, Balanchunas, earning an extension and proving to be an even better player than people thought he was. And the more and more flashes from Jackson Hayes. Can he just run the floor, be active, defend, block shots, rebound at a high rate? Just use that athleticism and energy. And, of course, the revelation that is Herb Jones. He's a starter. I think he's a starter when you've got your best squad together right now looking at it. Why wouldn't you put him out there with Ingram as a wing slash guard. I mean, what are positions anymore? If you have people like even a Jones, who was a facilitator, a do-it-all guy at Alabama, the problem was, could he shoot? Well, he's getting a little better scoring the basketball, and he's going to keep working at it. But he defends. He does everything else so well. And you have Ingram now being the guy who can facilitate your entire offense and we saw that last year when Zion Williamson was healthy so do you need a true point guard maybe McCollum can do that he just hasn't had the chance to do it much because he was playing with Dame Lillard I don't think he's a true point guard his numbers suggest that he's not I mean he averages what, 34 to 36 minutes a game every year, and he puts up, eh, around four assists. That doesn't say point guard. But, different role. And does he need to be? No. But more importantly, for a guy who hasn't been anything other than a blow average defender, if McCollum is now matched up with guarding other point guards, his lack of height at 6'3 isn't such a big deal. And it can be a better two-way fit. I like it. I wouldn't have necessarily been in love with it even a year ago. But that was before more came along. And the first thing you needed to do, and this all goes back to getting the right head coach. Willie Green has tapped into what players do well. 
and those players believe in Green or doing it, you now know more about what Brandon Ingram can be. And this has all been done without seeing Zion play for Green yet. I can't think that's not going to work out. Again, if he is healthy and motivated, we don't know. But this should help. Wouldn't he be excited to get back now and have most of the heavy lifting done? Pun not intended. <laughs> as far as this year goes and getting things back on track, they're in the play-in, they're in the play-in. But would anybody want to face a team that's fronted by a dead-eye scorer, shooter like McCollum, and two all-star caliber or more guys like Ingram and Williamson? I don't think so. Things are on the right track. And that's very important for David Griffin, who's starting to make some nice moves. Who's starting to show that, hey, maybe he can handle this GM thing in town and start stabilizing things and build it the right way. Because it's starting to look that way. With the potential of opening up contracts here, does that mean that suddenly, and I think it's going to, that Jose Alvarado gets a full deal, which means he could be available for the postseason. Guy found off the street. Spark plug, little point guard. Helps you win ball games at times. It means Devontae Graham can go back to being a sixth man, score off the bench, which is what he was doing well in Charlotte. That's what he really is. Start adding it all up and you go, okay, yeah. These pieces are starting to fit together. You're going to be able to match up with people. Maybe Trey Murphy the third, who was the other draft pick this year, the first rounder. And there you go again with, boy, we saw him score it and look great in Summer League. That fool's gold that is Summer League. But that shooting ability is still there. Whereas... He wasn't a complete toolsy player and maybe hit the wall pretty quickly as a rookie. Herb Jones is, so he didn't. So maybe just maybe now Murphy will get some more minutes and take advantage of it. Another guy who can shoot, another guy with the length. Can you build a team of guys who have athleticism and wingspan, who can shoot, and who complement your best players? That is how you build an NBA squad these days. And the Pelicans are getting closer to building a good one. Now, is McCollum the answer three years from now? No. You were never going to find an entire team to put around Williamson, who's still a baby. <laughs> He's not even 22 years old yet till after the season. And even Ingram, not that he's ancient, a whopping 25 years old. You weren't going to find a bunch of guys that were going to align with him all the same age and move forward. You're going to have even younger guys than that. You're going to have older veterans who fit. And then you're going to have to retool that as time goes on. And you just need to keep winning. Therefore, you become a popular destination for these guys. And it'll work over time. They're at that stage where they can finally say, you know, even without Zion, we can still get that plan spot if he comes back. We could do some real damage in it and then have real momentum going into next year. That's more than reasonable. And it should be exciting for Pelicans fans who have seen a lot of pain 
and haven't seen the postseason in four years. And they'll still have a lot of that draft capital moving forward from other deals, and most notably that Laker deal with Anthony Davis. So there's a lot to like. I think when you look at it as a whole so far, one more good offseason, how good can this team be? Especially, it goes back to, who's your most talented guy, and will he mature? I mean, it's not going to get where it needs to go without Williamson doing that, but if you do everything in your power, get him the right coach, the right team around him, the right support as far as understanding his needs, it's up to him then. And if that doesn't happen, you can't blame Griffin, you can't blame Green, you can't blame his teammates. And the fact that we're starting to get to that point where that may be the case means you're a long way down the road to being something. But as I look at look at his list Raised up right, right. you're one of us. 1061 Nash Icon has Luke Bryan tickets every, every day. Sunrise, sunburn, sunrise. Luke Bryan at the Smoothie King Center in August, and Nash Icon is sending you there. That's my kind of night. Want tickets? A pair could be yours every weekday while you work. Get the code to text from Scott Innes anytime between 10 and 4. When you have it, text it to 68255. Luke Bryan tickets every day. Only from New Orleans Country Giant. 1061 Nash Icon. It's Mardi Gras season, and there has never been a better time to buy the Harley-Davidson of your dreams. Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Houma, Louisiana has over 100 Harleys available and is part of the largest Harley-Davidson dealer group in Louisiana with three stores and growing. 100% Louisiana-owned and operated. Zydeco Harley-Davidson is now offering Warranty Forever. That's right. Warranty Forever is a powertrain warranty that covers all the internally lubricated parts for as long as you own the motorcycle and available on any new or used Harley-Davidson 2017 model or newer. And of course, you have to do all the manufacturer's required maintenance and services at the right intervals to keep the coverage in force. Zydeco State-of-the-Art Service Center is available to take care of all those maintenance needs as well as style and performance upgrades. This February only at Zydeco Harley receive 15% off any Stage 1 through 4 performance upgrade. Our motor clothes department has added over $100,000 of the newest riding gear, helmets, gloves, boots, and Oakley eyewear to our showroom. Follow us on Facebook and online at ZydecoHD.com. Take the ride down the bayou. Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Oma, Louisiana. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience 
chance to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-845-8122-800-845-8122-800-845-8122-800-845-8122-800-845-8122-800-845-8122-800-845-8122-800-845-8122-800-845-8122-800-845-8122-800-845-8122-800-845-8122-800-845-8122-800-845-8122-800-
Anywho, you heard the number. Love to hear from you, your thoughts on the McCollum trade, the direction of the Pels, which again looks pretty good to me, as I was saying. And just to finish that thought, teams evolve in season, especially when you have coaching changes, significant personnel changes. It's an ongoing process, and far too often we make these decisions to write off teams in any sport. Thought the Chiefs were dead in the water in football. At least some people did. No more than five, six weeks into last season. This past season, right? Wrong. Miami Dolphins, same story. Went on a long winning streak. Still fired the coach, but that's another story probably for a more national-oriented show. But that guy, Brian Flores, was at least interviewed by the New Orleans Saints before they pulled the trigger on what we all expected him to do anyway and elevate Dennis Allen to head coach. He spoke today. News coming out yesterday. Saints confirming it with a release and a brief press conference. Wasn't going to be this long, ongoing, droning deal (laughs) that Sean Payton treated us to. And then left. But he handled himself well. He, he's been there before. And a lot of people hold that against him because he had a horrible time of it. 8-28 and 28 with a very bad Raiders team with a very poor roster. He doesn't have a poor roster here in theory. But it's just how good is his roster? As Les East wrote for Crescent City Sports, being the head coach again, right away he gets to deal with problems head coaches don't like to see, but they do happen. And that is the situation with Alvin Kamara. Doesn't look good. A deal where it's a distraction while it's being dealt with, but at least it is the off-season. But in Las Vegas, if the police are accurate, if reports of what the video in the nightclub captured is accurate, Kamara's in trouble. I mean, he was booked with a felony. He and his associates, no matter the reason, the provocation by the man that was allegedly beaten, he was beaten by Kamara with punches and then associates with more kicks. Orbital bone, according to the police, broken. That's serious. So that's just another problem. And let's not talk about it from the openly debatable, do you cut ties with this guy for doing such a heinous thing? Somebody that's very beloved as a player, but maybe not so much so now for such an act. And let's talk about the fact he didn't make things better for himself by waiving his rights and maybe not knowing that there wasn't a video and maybe not giving the same story that the video would indicate as far as what happened. Yeah, maybe. It's what we've heard so far. He's got a court date now in March, March 8th to be precise. But you would think he's going to miss some time in games that count because of this. That's just another missing weapon for at least a certain number of games, if true. For a team that, what weapons do they have coming back? Can't even worry about that until you first talk about the quarterback position. Dennis Allen smartly dodged anything concrete on those questions, but you could hear 
in its tone, the obvious. We got to do something there. <laughs> Didn't sound desperate, but I mean, I think we all know everybody who makes decisions in the Saints organization know they got to do something there. And which way are they going to go? I'm going to be fascinated by the final decision. Because anything that says young and unproven moving forward says a team that's built to win now isn't really going to be in much of a position to win now. Certainly not 2022. Whether you're talking about giving Ian Book a full opportunity with another offseason with the team to end up in the starting lineup with the full roster around him, not like that farce against the Dolphins on Monday night because of the COVID list monstrous anchor that made it impossible for him to be successful. I mean, if that's their idea for next year, they're not a contender. I say it so many times. There's a difference between being able to make the playoffs, which the Saints almost did, and be a real contender. The 49ers were a real contender with a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo, healthy enough, getting in and almost going to the Super Bowl. Saints weren't going to do that. They weren't going to string together, I think, even two straight wins. Although it's now a bit more possible looking back on it, if they would have perhaps been in that freezing cold weather in Green Bay and their defense would have played well enough, then maybe the Saints' special team superiority could have stolen the game the way San Francisco did. They could have actually won two playoff games. Would they have gotten through the third one? I think they would have been asking a lot. Much less would you favor them in the Super Bowl. I mean, it is the NFL and parity is pretty close, but at some point, quarterback play comes back to haunt you if you don't have good enough leadership and ability and clutch play there, like Garoppolo, who was able to take the Niners to the Super Bowl when they were healthier more complete two years ago, wasn't able to get it done this time, even though they had a lead by 10 in the second half into the fourth quarter. Nobody the Saints had left was going to do that. Trevor Simeon, come on. So he's not the answer. Taysom Hill is not the answer. And moving forward, we don't even know how, how capable he's going to be to be the threat he needs to be moving in the pocket and being used as a designated runner with this Liz Frank injury that he's coming back from. That really takes away his ability in the offseason. But we do know that it sounds like there's going to be a different offensive coordinator that Pete Carmichael, if he stays in the organization, will not be the OC, which means the offense is changing, as it probably should, because outside of what may be Sean Payton saw an Ian Book. There's not that guy that you can start comparing strengths to Drew Brees, certainly on the roster, even if you count Jameis Winston as on the roster, which he's not for all intents and purposes as a free agent. The Drew Brees offense doesn't fit those guys. Guys who can be accurate, throw in windows and anticipate with elite accuracy. I mean, they're just not those guys. So what are they going to do? Where's that answer going to come from? 
it sounds like they're going to grab an offensive coordinator from outside of the organization who, I would assume, is going to bring ideas that can perhaps make a more modern quarterback who's more of an athlete successful. We know the Saints were more than a little interested in Malik Willis at the Senior Bowl. He was the best athlete of the top quarterbacks out of Liberty. Maybe that means that they would like somebody like Matt Corral out of Ole Miss. Same type. That's where the league is going. That's what college is going to produce in greater volume. So you've got a better chance of grabbing one that winds up being a success. We have no idea what they're going to do there. But there is the dividing line between they go young, like a draft pick, or they go and they get a veteran who they know can play. Is a difference between having any real shot of being a contender now or not. And the more of a sure thing you go after, the more it's going to cost you. And then you have, going forward, pretty good understanding you're not going to get a full season of Kamara now. You don't know what you're going to get from Michael Thomas. Is he going to come back healthy? He should come back motivated to prove that he's still an all-pro level receiver, but he hasn't been one for the last two years. After that, what do you have? You have nothing special at running back, receiver, tight end. Nothing. And you have questions on your offensive line. Who's your left tackle going to be? Think about what the elite positions in football are. On offense, they're pretty clear, right? The skill positions, quarterback, running back, wide receiver. And the most important position on that side of the ball other than that is left tackle. And the Saints now have significant questions at every single one of those. With receiver ending the year as the weakest position group amongst the 32 teams as far as wideouts go. Tight end spot that was not special. Running back position that, well, after Kamara, is just a bunch of guys, including in over the hill, Mark Ingram. Sorry, that's what he is. He's nothing special. He's not a guy who's a lead back anymore for a good team. And that's what Dennis Allen has to deal with. Fortunately, his defense is strong, in really good shape, will continue to be so if it stays healthy good leaders, good balance of veterans and youth. More than likely, the promotion comes from within. Ryan Nielsen, who was elevated last offseason to assistant head coach. He's your D-line coach. He's likely to be the defensive coordinator. I don't think Allen has any reason to change what's worked there. And you just sort of move forward. And let that be the strength of your team until you figure out what the strength of your offense even is. They're good at center. They're good at right tackle. Other than that, question marks every single place. It's hard to have great expectations. But at the same time, the Saints were totally within their rights and smart, I think. Not to tear the whole thing down. Why would you? 
yeah, those are some question marks on offense. But assuming Will Lutz comes back healthy at kicker, talented young punter, talented young kick returner, best special teams coverage guy in the league, your numbers on defense and special teams really good, one good offseason, and you can be a contender. And you just won nine games, and that was your worst year in the last five? Considering everything that happened during the year, it's pretty impressive that they won nine games. I mean, if you ask me, they did the right thing. And they interviewed all the right candidates. Guys like Eric Bieniemy, the aforementioned Brian Flores. Doug Peterson who'd won a Super Bowl, winds up going to Jacksonville. Names like that, smart, smart to interview those guys. Because first you had to, because you are not doing a teardown and looking for the next bright young mind to shake everything up when what you've been doing for the most part has been working really well, you're not going to go with the finding the next Sean McVay. Wouldn't have made sense. Would have been a really hard sell in the locker room unless that guy was an unbelievable people person. They had to go with either the best in-house choice or a proven commodity. And the in-house choice made sense because I'll say this one more time. It does take more than just one great coach to have success over the long haul. You better have a really good coach, and the Saints had that with Sean Payton, and he'll be back in coaching a year from now. And that'll get the Saints some draft capital out of it. That'll be nice. But it wasn't just Sean Payton. Sean Payton needed to get it right at defensive coordinator and did by bringing Dennis Allen back to clean that up for him. You need good assistance. You need a front office that makes the right decisions in drafts, an undrafted free agency. Mickey Loomis needed to find Jeff Ireland to come in and do that because it wasn't working. That lull between early Saints success with Breeze and Payton and Super Bowl to 2011 and then the Bounty Gate thing, and that lull was more about just Bounty Gate torpedoing that one season in 2012. It was going downhill for basically three more after that. But the organization itself is in good shape, doing a good job overall. So they don't have to feel like they've got to do anything radical. So give Dennis Allen an opportunity to move it forward. Players respect him, want to play for him. He coached what has become the strength of the team. And see where you're at in a year or two. It may wind up that that'll look bad in hindsight. And there won't be a winning group. Very easily could happen. And you can argue, hey, be proactive. Well, yeah, you're proactive to think I've got to take, make a major change or two or three. If there's signs, clues that you really need to, if you believe that what's going on on offense right now, those are the signs, you're well within your right to think that way. I tend to agree with the Saints that for now, give the best option in the building who also has been there before and learned as a head coach 
let him move this thing forward and see if you can get the personnel right on offense. Because you don't have to blow up your whole team. You just have to have one good offseason that fixes a few things, and you can be contending again, especially when you look at your division. Bucks aren't going to be the same. Brady gone, others gone. They can't afford them. The leadership's going to be gone. They're not the same. And you're still better off right now than the Falcons and the Panthers. So, one good offseason, you'll be favored in your division, and maybe you can think about contending. And it all starts with quarterbacks, so let's sit back and see. And if they get that wrong, it wouldn't have mattered if they'd have brought in a clone of Bill Belichick, a clone of Bill Walsh, a clone of Sean Payton. It wasn't going to work out. So QB, that's for me to see and you to see, (laughs) to know what the Saints are going to be. And that's my best attempt at poetry. 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. Forgive me for the poetry. (laughs) But it rhymed. Give me credit for that. Back in a moment with more on the New Orleans sports scene on All Access. DQ presents... Picture this. A DQ red velvet Cupid cake made for two. This heart-shaped cake is at the center of your perfect date night. There's a layer of red velvet cake blizzard, delicious red velvety cake pieces and cream cheese icing. Wait, what's that? World-famous DQ soft serve. Your Valentine is speechless. It's a DQ Valentine's Day happily ever after. Moments like these are exactly why the DQ Cupid Cake exists. DQ. Happy tastes good. Today on Hey Culligan's Smart Home, Smarter Water Softener, here's Kevin. Hey Culligan, can a smart water softener lift those heavy salt bags for me? Kevin, it can. (laughs) Wait, it can? Yup, the smart high-efficiency water softener from Culligan can alert your dealer when the salt needs to be replaced, and they'll do it for you, so your water stays soft and you stay away from lifting the bags. I mean, I could lift them if I wanted. No judgment here, Kevin. We're happy to do it, and we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. If you're looking for a local professional Louisiana contractor who has thousands of squares of material in stock right in our Luling warehouse, you have found him. We can get the material out to the job and we can get the job done. Han Roofing refuses to use the cheapest products they can find. Why would anyone want to shop for the cheapest price for their insurance company? Call Han Roofing today. The number is 504-737-2228. 504-737-2228. Tackle your worst cold and flu symptoms with Max Strength NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed. Find it in the cold and flu aisle at a Walmart near you. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. When you need a taco, you need a taco. Try the new Cantina Crispy Chicken Taco from Taco Bell with your choice of creamy chipotle or avocado ranch at participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time. Contact local store for prices, hours, and participation which vary. Tax extra. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine and WhereYouAt.com with your weekend picks for 1061 Nash Icon. Need a romantic date spot for Valentine's? Catch the New Orleans Opera's Gala Concert on Friday and Sunday at the Mahalia Jackson Theater. Or take your date roller skating at the Ace Hotel. It's all skate this Friday and Saturday night with DJs, great cocktails, and much more. 
For more info on what to do this weekend, log on to Wariat.com and click on the community calendar. And be sure to pick up the new Mardi Gras issue of Wariat Magazine in locations all over town. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor's rapid urgent care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their healthcare partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. This is where you get all access. Not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Jude Young on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Well, you got to be tired of hearing me talk already, right? So that's why we have these phone lines, and Joe and Mandeville's been waiting patiently. Always love to hear from you, Joe. What's up, man? Jude! Oh, my goodness. You certainly paint a rosy picture. Are they going to go to the Super Bowl next year? No, not a chance. Okay. But they should be trying, shouldn't they? If you have Cam Jordan uh, at his age. If you you were trying, why are you hiring an Aggie? Holy moly, man. <laughs> Look, I will I will agree that there's something about Aggies that make them a little different from the average person, male or female. There's no doubt about that. That's a, that's an interesting place that cranks out some interesting people, but he has earned the right behind the scenes with what he's done with that defense and the respect he has in the organization <laughs> to to try to move this thing forward as is. That's oh, how I feel. And any other hire you'd have made outside the building would have been blowing things up. And I don't think that's justified yet. The enemy. Let me ask you something. You know, they're going to raise a big stink about why this guy didn't get a job again. And I got to tell you, man, I think he's doing this to himself. He's not taking these jobs. He's getting the offers, but he's not taking them. And then you got to really think about it long and hard. Are you really going to leave Head coaching jobs, Joe? Wait, head coaching jobs? I don't think he's yeah. turned down any head coaching jobs. I don't. What? I think, you know why he hasn't gotten those head coaching jobs? Two, I don't two people, think he's taking Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Sort of like Pete Carmichael could never right. get a head coaching job because of Sean Payton and Drew Brees. It's the same deal. People are calling it the racial component. I'm calling it the did you do that component. Yeah. Really in charge yeah. component. Could you do it with a less than elite quarterback and a head coach who's an offensive guru? People don't know that about the enemy. That's why right. the enemy, I tell you what, if Dennis Allen calls him tonight and says, hey, come over and be my offensive coordinator, if he really wants to advance his career, he should take the job. 
He ain't gonna do that. He ain't gonna of leave course. Mahomes. You're right. He's not. So that means he's gonna be there and wait till Andy Reid retires, and that's when he's gonna become a head coach. Otherwise, he's not. Yeah, that's what I think. I think so too. But you know, that's not what's being portrayed out there. They're all saying he's being overlooked, and that's that's the furthest from the truth. Well, of course, he's it is not because, gonna it, leave. because the picture, it's an it has agenda. To be Joe. Perfect for it's him to agenda. leave. It's an agenda. It's an absolute so, agenda, and you know it. And it's real quick it's beyond sports. Real, it's it's political. It's social, and I'll leave it at that. Real quick, it looks like Coach Sarkeesian is going to go ahead and lure David Cutliffe into the uh, coaching staff at Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, what does this mean? Oh, I think you can put two and two together. <laughs> you can put. You can put. Third Street and Austin together. Not right. 6th Street, 3rd Street. And if you know what right. New Orleans, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was about to say, I said, I wonder, and I swear to you, I think Archie had something to do with this. <laughs> There's no question at all. They, 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 are, they are professionals. They are businessmen. They are going of to course. make sure that Arch has the greatest chance to succeed. And quite honestly, that situation... It's brilliant, especially if you bring in the guy that they couldn't trust any more than the Manning family trusts David Cutcliffe. Oh, yeah. I can't. And i got to tell you, I'm being serious. I think he told him to do this. He said, sure. I'm going to send Arch wherever Cutcliffe is going. Cutcliffe is going because he took his year off and he just wants to be an analyst. He doesn't want to, you know, take on the burden of a head coaching job and, you know, go into hours and hours and hours of uh, uh, doing the job that a coach has to do, you know? And Joe, the reality of the whole deal is the Mannings, you can't tell me. And look, Ken Trahan's really close with him, and he wouldn't say this publicly if they told him. So this right. is just me putting it, again, putting the pieces together. Mm-hmm. They would love, this is, this is Cooper's son yeah. and Archie's grandson. Okay, this is the most Ole Miss part of the Manning family, right? Yeah. Old Miss as it gets. I don't think they want him to play for Lane Kiffin because they don't trust Lane Kiffin's personality. Oh, no. Because no. otherwise, the system, the way they play, Arch would be in heaven there. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, my so opinion. I'm not one of them have told me anything. I haven't heard it from anybody close. But... I just felt like otherwise he would be going to Ole Miss because what quarterback who's a good athlete wouldn't want to play in Lane Kiffin's system? Yeah, I think he got it down. He narrowed it down to four. He knocked out Clemson, so it's Alabama, Georgia, Texas, and Ole Miss. But we and all apparently know. Apparently he's sort of thrown Florida in there because uh, Napier's Napier. a convincing cat. But I don't buy that either based on his either. background and the offense he ran in Lafayette. No way. I like that offense in Lafayette. For a quarterback? In fact, I'm telling you. For a quarterback? Oh, not I for a like quarterback, for a quarterback, but I like the offense. It was a good running. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I Look, I'm not saying it wasn't a good offense to win with, to recruit to, but I don't think it's a good offense for a guy who's got first overall pick aspirations at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sarkeesian's going to run a system to make that happen. Oh, yeah. Whereas Kiffin's going to run a system to make that happen. And you're going to get that at Alabama. 
Because so that's, that's why uh, Georgia Gary, can't win. He's not going yeah. to Georgia. No. So you do know Gary Patterson's already on the uh, board, on yeah. the staff. Oh, look, if, if Texas doesn't win now, they're never going to win. They should just quit football. Oh, my God. Shut it down. I know. With the $50,000-a-man offensive line, come on. NIL now, can't. just like Aggie down the road. I mean, they're, I'm, we can call it buying players publicly and, you know, yeah. not be accused of slander because that's what it is. It's free It's free if, and clear now. And who has more can, money than the big two in Texas? Nobody. If you can't beat them, join them. Get yeah. that man, and I'm telling you, I was jumping for joy when Patterson came on board because we never could beat him. He yeah. knew exactly what to do defensively, and he would take these three-star, you know, defensive players and make them pros. It's like, holy cow, what is this guy doing? He makes them nasty, filthy, and I'm telling you, I am praying to God he can do the same thing there. He'll make them better. There's no question. He's got to get them ready for the SEC, Jude. Yeah. I'm not and that means, this, and that but, uh, means identifying the right kind of talent and what they're going to be like in a year or two. Because you've got to recruit some kids that aren't top of the food chain, five star guys. If you're getting nothing but top level four and five star guys, what happens? And you don't yeah. identify other than that. Then you'll have oh, to yeah. live in the portal because if you bring in every year all those guys, half of them are going to want to leave after one year when they're not. Playing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and that's that's turnover on top of the guys who work out and leave after three years. If you're trying to play the game that LSU was forced to play this year, every year in the portal, you won't survive, even yeah. on the level of an LSU or a Texas. We'll see, my man. I wish you well. I'm telling you, I would have gone with the enemy instead of Allen, but I'm like you said, I don't think he would have taken the job. All right, we'll see, buddy. Sounds good, Joe. Appreciate you, and congrats Later. on that big win last night on the hardwood. That guy can coach. Chris Beard a little bit. He can coach. <laughs> that was a fun one. One more segment to go. Got to pay the bills. Coming back in a moment to close out all access on 106.1 FM. Since 1935, the All-State Sugar Bowl has been a proud New Orleans New Year's Day tradition. Through its annual support of college football and amateur sports, the Sugar Bowl attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors to the state, providing countless opportunities for young people. Resources from these events enable the Sugar Bowl to support education and community programs impacting thousands of New Orleans area teachers and citizens. The All-State Sugar Bowl, proud to host the best of the Big 12 and the SEC in the Superdome on New Year's Day. Exergen wants you to know about an important study just released by the FDA. It confirms what the medical community has known all along. Non-contact thermometers are not accurate, and they fail to meet FDA requirements for accuracy and labeling. With new strains of COVID on the rise, we can't afford to tolerate the rampant false temperature readings from non-contact thermometers. You need Exergen thermometers because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. DQ presents... Picture this. A DQ red velvet Cupid cake made for two. This heart-shaped cake is at the center of your perfect date night. There's a layer of red velvet cake blizzard, delicious red velvety cake pieces and cream cheese icing. Wait, what's that? World-famous DQ soft serve. Your Valentine is speechless. It's a DQ Valentine's Day happily ever after. Moments like these are exactly why the DQ Cupid cake exists. DQ. Happy tastes good.
The following ad is paid for by McClenny Mosley and Associates. William Huey, Louisiana Bar, number 38282. Attention homeowners with homeowners insurance. If your home was damaged by the recent Hurricane Ida, you may qualify for additional compensation. Was your home damaged by Hurricane Ida? Are you concerned you were cheated or underpaid by your insurance company? If so, it's not too late to receive the compensation you deserve. In August 2021, much of Louisiana was devastated by a violent hurricane, leaving destruction in its path. Insurance companies often underpay and purposely undervalue claims for weather damage to homes, leaving you to pick up the pieces. You may be entitled to significant compensation and bad faith damages. Know your rights. Call McClenny Mosley & Associates. We have the experience needed to fight insurance companies for the value you deserve. Call now for a free evaluation of your claim. Please call 800-201-6686. That is 800-201-6686. DQ presents... Picture this, a DQ red velvet Cupid cake made for two. This heart-shaped cake is at the center of your perfect date night. There's a layer of red velvet cake blizzard, delicious red velvety cake pieces and cream cheese icing. Wait, what's that? World famous DQ soft serve. Your Valentine is speechless. It's a DQ Valentine's Day happily ever after. Moments like these are exactly why the DQ Cupid cake exists. DQ, happy tastes good. So you're thinking about a new job. Better update your resume. Better text that friend of a friend who works in HR. Or better idea, you go to the new monster.com. Peruse millions of jobs, thousands of words of career advice. Now you're not just thinking about a new job. You are applying for it, interviewing for it, bragging before you even get it, investing in khakis. Good for you. Good for the world. Good way to find a new job. Go to the new monster.com or download our app today. Get ready for Luke Bryan. Live. Raised Up Right Tour. Saturday, August 27th. Smoothie King Center. Luke Bryan. With special guests. Riley Green. Mitchell Tenpenny. And DJ Rock. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Get tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss Luke Bryan. Raised Up Right Tour. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have constructive dialogue on all access with Jude Young on 106.1 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. Privateer Basketball will be back at you and back inside Lakefront Arena on Thursday night little after 7 o'clock pregame with tip-off 15 minutes after that. It's the Privateers in a rematch of a week ago. Now hosting A&M Corpus Christi UNO in first place in the conference, one game ahead in the loss column over Nichols. A&M Corpus Christi with three losses definitely has to win that game if they want to stay in the title hunt. So a very important contest for both teams as they start their second half of Southland Conference play. I'll have the play-by-play back with my partner, the coach, Tick Price. Looking forward to it coming up on Thursday night. Before I sign off, check out CrescentCitySports.com. Really good analysis of the hiring of Dennis Allen, including Ken Trahan talking about how it's smart. What I was basically saying, we tend to agree on this as the best hire for right now and Ken's feature as well on Rumble Legends that played with Jamar Chase 
and Coach Jamar Chase and how they feel about him going to the big game. That's a fun one to check out as well. And continuing coverage of the Pelicans as they have now acquired C.J. McCollum. And we'll see what happens to them moving forward. Trade deadline officially coming up on Thursday. Thanks to Rudy Dixon on the board as always. I'll talk to you Thursday night with UNL Basketball. Until then, take care, y'all. Thanks for listening to All Access on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at Nash FM 106.1.